0: Hello everybody, Betty and the Yeti here again. Uh, Episode three, we made it to episode three. Um, It has been, it's been a hard week. I have to say that I have a love-hate relationship with like short weeks, because it's great, you get the long weekend, but then you have to condense all of your work into like four days and it makes it even harder.
1: Especially after a software update.
0: (laughs) Especially especially after a software update. So you may see uh, the stress, you may see the stress on our faces today, just know that that just means we've worked really hard this week. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we're trying to have that, like, energy that we usually have on these podcasts. Uh, But, you know, it's going to be waning. I'm sure we'll be fine. We'll muddle through. (laughs) Uh I'm sure everyone else out there is like, yeah, it's been a hard week, (laughs) these four Uh, days. It's It's
1: been the the hardest week since this whole... Covid nineteen stuff came out. I think.
0: <clears throat> Do you feel like that?
1: How, I just can't believe how busy, busy we have been. It's just madness, really.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you think about um, kind of the industry that we're in and what everybody is looking for right now, it's oh, yeah. definitely they're they're contacting us and then everything that goes along with that, and then a software upgrade and everything that goes along with that when you are the support team and QA team. Yeah. <laughs> it's good times. It's good times. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, what I was going to say earlier. It's like, you know, when you go on holiday or vacation and you come back and you're like, man, I need another holiday yeah. and vacation to like <laughs> get over, <laughs> taking time off. And like, I find that the week after I get back, it's like, what is my job? What uh, okay? This is what I do. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I need to be careful. My I'm under I'm shaking my camera on this. I got really excited.
1: one thing I've learned about coming in because it's also it's my first job of working in a software company. And obviously, you come across we, me and you've all we, we've both worked with software in the past, and you come across some software companies where they release an update and you get um, an abundance of issues that come out but they're only releasing the updates like every six months or every 12 months in some cases so if a bug comes out on that on that week and then you some half the time you're waiting anywhere between six months to 12 months to then roll out that update which it kind of brings us on nicely to the subject of the different That was one of the differences i think between having a on-site solution to a cloud solution because obviously with a cloud solution, we haven't had to wait those six months.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, like Owen said, that's what we're talking about today. We yeah. thought we'd talk about, uh, you have heard us like moaning about, oh, software updates. <laughs> like, that's what we're, it's part that's of our up. topic. That's our topic yeah. today. Is we, we, uh,
1: we shouldn't be moaning about it. That's the thing. We shouldn't be moaning about it. We should <laughs> be, because uh, really in our situation, we've actually, because Little bugs and hiccups happen with every piece of software that gets released. Everyone suffers it. Google suffers it. with
0: Microsoft, Microsoft
1: yeah. Everybody suffers minor bugs or little setbacks. But then we benefit from the fact that we can bang, roll out an update. Yeah. Straight away. (laughs) Whereas the people have to wait several months or they have to spend God knows how many hours reinstalling things. So, yeah.
0: I mean, how many Microsoft updates had you had to roll back? You have to go in, roll it back to the one till they fix it because it broke eight or nine different things or one thing that was like very crucial. Um, And we are going to talk about uh, the that's kind of our topic today is the pros and cons of cloud software. But I wanted, this made me think of a really great story. You're going to love it. Every tech person is going to love it. And anybody that was at this conference knows exactly what I was talking about. So uh, a, a very few years ago, we had this like sysadmin conference. And it's specifically for system administrators for in education. That it is very targeted so that they can have vendors and different things come in. And this one, we were very excited because we had Microsoft coming in representatives and engineers talking about the rollout of windows 10 and how this was very early on and how you know because windows 10 there's not like oh windows 11 they're going to do just to windows 10.1 2 whatever um and they were talking about like how you would roll it out so they had these guys come in this room was packed every single person at this conference it was like 300 people are packed and it's, it's hot we're all we've been sitting there for 30 minutes waiting for them so it's two sales guys and an engineer and the, the sales guys are doing their thing. The engineer is trying to get his laptop like plugged in and his little like Prezi or presentation, what up. And he couldn't get it. And he was on Bing and he couldn't get it to work. And some guy in the back finally goes, why don't you try Google? And that the whole room just lost it. He lost us before he ever started because we're rolling. He literally has to go into Google. Find his like, and he finally gets it, and he starts, and he starts talking about their rollout process and the calendar of like, you have to have an 18-month rollout process to like have a beta group of devices that you test this on before you can make sure all your applications and software. I mean, really, in a small district or even big school districts, you actually have an 18-month rollout schedule. Where you have this sitting there on on a beta group, yeah, if you're a corporation, but we're not corporations, you know, we're we're school districts. We have two months in the summer, to like upgrade, or two weeks over the the Christmas break. And he immediately, when his that graph popped up and it showed, you could hear everybody go, uh-uh, nope no and like hands are going up left and right like they're not even <laughs> waiting to the Q and A. but they lost us right at the beginning when whoever said why don't you try google like we were they were done like people are leaving it was awful <laughs> so it just goes to show like any company that does this like they have growing pains and any sort of whenever you do some sort of uh, update you know there's there's always yeah. that one engineer is like, oh no, <laughs> this <laughs> <poor> kid <laughs> and like 300 hardened educators like, this is not gonna work. Like you should guys, he's like, this wasn't my idea. I'm just here telling you guys about it. He's like 24 and like facing this room, his big sweat stains and his like Microsoft polo shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad for like as the mom and me, I wanted to be like, it's okay you need a water like do you want to go outside for a second (laughs) oh bless it's like that's totally a text like bless his heart like (laughs) just like you should go call your mom and she can tell you you're such a brave boy for doing that
1: (laughs) basically got threw into a pit of walls basically
0: oh uh, i mean could not have gone Like, the second he walked into the room, it was not going to go well for him. Like, they threw him to us. And those sales guys knew exactly. Like, they were just, like, sacrificial lamb. They're like, no, 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 we're going to throw the kid to them. (laughs) Like, they knew what they were doing. So, um, but, yeah. So, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of cloud software. Not just software, but going cloud in and of itself. Um, So, where do you want to start?
1: Um we'll start I'll start with the, I'll start with the easy question what do you think are the pros and cons to cloud technology as a whole
0: okay um let's start with the pros so of course it if you think about it as a hardware you know you don't have to have these on-site servers you know these huge very expensive pieces of equipment that you're having to go out and get quotes for in bids for you go through that whole process it takes forever and then you finally get this equipment in and then you have to install it and then you have to link it to everything like it takes it's a hard long process to make sure that this hardware that you're putting in oh my goodness like it's such a hard process. Whereas cloud-based, really, you're just looking at the different solutions. This is my solution. I install this on the computers, and now everybody, you know, let's just take OneDrive, for example, or Microsoft Office 365. Think about installing Office physically on all your devices in a school versus this is your online account that i created for you you go to this link and log in, and you have access to all of this information it's much simpler so you know that's a huge advantage that you're not having to pay for all this on-site um hardware going in but with that you know you're limited in that you can't configure that you're kind of left up to whatever company that you go through whatever cloud-based service that you're going with, that you're very limited in, this is what you have, you're not able to configure it, you know, you have to be very specific with, um, you know, these are my specifications, and once you get those specs set, you can't really modify it. It takes a huge um, amount of work to kind of modify anything. And that kind of rolls into money as well. You have to think about um, buying this equipment. It's usually, it's a one-time, huge purchase let's say every best case scenario you would want to do this every five years yeah that's you know maybe bigger school districts but mostly it's probably every seven to ten years you're rolling this yeah, stuff yeah. over yeah there's no way you can do every five years that's like you know especially
1: for independent and i imagine for independent schools and independent school districts that aren't or small school districts and independent schools it'll be spread over a longer period <laughs>
0: you know you're muddling through with server yeah. 2003 because you can't afford to update anything yeah. over that like that's an example of it so you know it's while your next
1: server upgrade <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah like you have to think it's a one-time cost and then you are you have to use this for however, however long it is until you can upgrade it whereas yeah. cloud stuff it's it's usually subscription it's a yearly you have to pay for it every year it's rolled into your budget and it may I think it usually works out to be about the same if you think about it um this this huge well,
1: I don't think it does work out the same because what you've got to think about is you're not you're also not paying for the maintenance side of things so you're not paying for the air conditioning the electricity bill oh we you haven't have even
0: talked about that yet like we haven't got that yet yeah for a day especially exactly. if you've
1: got a data center or anything like that you factor all those costs in, it's, you know, you've also got to keep, make sure that the servers are maintained themselves cause faults happen with them. Mm-hmm. You have the redundancy for those servers as well. It's it, the cost of it can get, can get quite large. And when you start comparing it to cloud, I mean, cl- yes, cloud is expensive in some respects, depending purely on what it is you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The beauty of cloud is, is obviously it's scalable. You oh, scale yeah. you scale it to what you need and reduce down to what don't what you don't need at certain times you can scale it during certain times of the day as well so' some of a lot of them are done done by i, I can't i I've, I haven't looked at the cost for a long time to be honest with you, but <clears throat> things like um, AWS they're done by like, the amount of data that's transferred or the amount of data right. that's used. so obviously during the evenings it's not being used at all, but during the day it'll be used the most. So your costs are kind of calculating it all together across a year and compare it to your cost on the server. It must be, I think there must be a massive cost saving and there's also right. less in terms of a lot of people I think this is one of the cons as well for a lot of people that don't like cloud technologies is that you can reduce your staff numbers as well. So for businesses, reducing your staff numbers with cloud. However, in practice, that doesn't happen. Reducing your staff numbers doesn't happen. What tends to happen is you still need the same amount of staff because of the different kinds of, the different ways of configuring different elements of cloud. You still need that knowledge or you need new knowledge for for right. it.
0: I think it, it transfers from a physical, like you're going yeah. into the server room and plugging your cable in the, and sitting in there versus someone that's sitting you know, they could be remotely even now, and they're still having to support that server, remotely configure yeah. things, especially with the Jira and AD, and I had to, I mean, that was the next part of it, as maintenance, is what I was going to talk about, yeah, like, we've all had the server room that you have to have air conditioning in, um, and, you know, for me, and I'm sure this is similar to most people it's you they give you the school district or your company or whatever they just give you whatever space they can so typically it's a closet that's not set up for servers. so you're having to run you know all your fiber and all your demarcation of all your you know the where the the box comes in that the you know the isp only has access to <laughs> that, you, that you have to like open up with that special key but we all know we all have that special key so we get into it um and your racks and um your air conditioning that inevitably will go out and you don't have to worry about your servers overheating
1: maintenance contract on your air conditioning (laughs) and making sure you've got support on air conditioning
0: (laughs) i have a great story about my first year at the school district they had the server sitting on just well you know those like eight foot Wood top tables that every school district has with like the metal legs that you have to like pull out with the slide thing. So that's where the servers were. I was like, no, 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 we have to move all this. We have to get a rack and and like mount all of the switches and everything on this. So I I bought um, um, one of the racks that we bolted into the floor. We moved everything we bought. We were sliding switches in. And I had a guy come out for our UPS to like put it in the bottom. And it's me and the superintendent. And this guy comes in and genuinely he opens the door and he's just a tech guy. And we've been talking tech stuff the whole afternoon, completely like disregarding my superintendents. And he goes, Oh man. And he looks right at me and he goes, you got a nice rack (laughs) (laughs) in my country, like country superintendent goes, you are not allowed to talk to a woman like that. And I was just like, wait, what? What, no, not my, not my, no, it's my rack. Like, this is, (laughs) he literally (laughs) thought this guy was like. This poor, like, service guy turned about eight shades of red. Was like, no, no, her, her rack, like, hold the metal. <laughs> it was uh, oh, my gosh. I, I, that was just like, his immediate was like, oh, <laughs> that poor guy. I'm sure he tells this story about 10 years ago. I was at the school district and I was talking. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's stuff like that that you think about, all the maintenance that goes into this um, the physical maintenance you have to do on these devices, you know, these servers and everything. Um, and then, you know, like we said here in Texas, air conditioning is a huge cost. It is, it is very hard to keep those rooms at a certain level of temperature and keep those things running all the time. That was a big fight for me to have that air con running constantly to keep that. And, you know, they turned off.
1: I've got, I've got, I've got a lot of, a lot, a lot of stories when it comes to uh, air conditioning. and there's Stories I'm not allowed to talk about. Oh
0: no! <laughs> my ex-colleagues my, my ex-colle- <laughs> will know what
1: I'm talking about. But <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, so I've got a lot of stories I just can't talk about when it comes to air conditioning. But yeah, the air conditioning is <laughs> fundamentally the uh, is up there, especially for the larger data centers because mm-hmm. where I worked, we had a couple of fairly big data centers. And um, yeah, air conditioning is number one priority <laughs> in maintaining your servers, especially your bigger data centers. It's just uh, you. I, I wish we could. I wish I could talk about it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I know, with having traveled over there as much as I have, air conditioning is not the norm. Whereas here in the states, especially if you get below that Mason Dixon line here in the south we can have air conditioning and not have heaters. Like that's like, you have to have air conditioning, but you don't necessarily have to have a heater. Where over there, it's the other way around. Like you you can get through typically your normal hotel, house, whatever, does not have air conditioning at all. And I didn't, I didn't realize this at all until I came (laughs) last summer in August. And I was there and I was staying in a hotel. You're going to love this. You're going to laugh so hard. you know, it's, it was okay during the day, but at night, I really like to run the air conditioning. I'm one of those people, it's got to be cold and dark at night. Like that's how yeah, I yeah. sleep. So in the wall, they have, um, uh, what's it called a radiator. Okay. So the radiator, do no. you not have
1: radiators over
0: there? No. I mean, we do in a way that you can buy them and you can, they're <laughs> like standalone, you can wheel them out, but it's not built into your wall at all. So for me, traveling what, over really? there. Yeah, for real. Like this is um, like. So I'm you're not normal. joking when you say you
1: don't bother heating your house then?
0: That's right. Like literally our heater here has been radiator. broken <laughs> and our heater, like our central heat has been broken for this past year. We've been fine. We have like one or two radiator, like standalone that we roll out, the house is fine. Like that. That's how it doesn't get cold here. So, but when I travel over there, all your houses have the radiator. So I know what a built-in radiator looks like now, but in hotel rooms, the air conditioner is typically built into the wall and kind of resembles a radiator a little bit and so i got there in august i went and i was like oh it's hot now on this radiator which i thought was like heater and air conditioner it had the heat and then it had like the little snowflake so i pulled it all uh, down <laughs> to <with> the snowflake <laughs> oh and i'm standing God. there and i'm like man this is just pumping out heat like why is it this is snowflake. this just should be cold so i called down to the front desk and i'm like hey man my air conditioner is broken and the girl like you could hear this beat she's like <laughs> What room are you in? And I said the number. She goes, Yeah, we, we only have air conditioning on like one floor. And I was like, No, no, no. I, I promise you, there's a snowflake. Like I have air conditioning in my room. And she goes, Okay, I'm gonna send somebody. So this very, very Scottish guy, like full arm tattoos, the whole thing shows up, <laughs> knocks on my door, and he comes in, and immediately he immediately starts laughing at me. He's just like, he cannot. Cry, I mean, like tears. He cannot contain himself because he knows. I would as well. He knows what I'm on about because of the snowflake that's on there and he's like all oh, last <laughs> Oh, not air conditioner. <laughs> this is like, that just makes it less hot. I was like, wait, there's no air conditioner. <laughs> well,
1: I haven't got one on on this radiator, but most of my my radiators got them as well. So. Uh,
0: you know what? I'm, but that last, <laughs> like, it was not a. He was like genuinely. He was like, oh, your sweetheart. He goes, I I'll go help you. Let me. I'll be back. And so he left, and he came back about half an hour later, and he had two, like, of uh, the circular fans. And he's like, open your window and put the fan in. So I go to the window, and it gets even better. You know, here are windows open all the way. This window opens, like, three inches. And I was like, well, my window's broken, too. And he goes, oh, my God, you haven't traveled here much, have you? He's like, yeah, the windows don't go all the way out. He's like, just put it in a little Oh, but at night it was awful. I'm just like, I'm gonna die. It's so hot. <laughs> but I I bet they're the travel lodge hotel, they have a story about the Texan that was like, no, no, I have a snowflake, like they're supposed to be in air condition. <laughs> so oh, yeah, wow. if you uh if you travel to Loughborough travel lodge. <laughs> There's not air conditioning unless you go to the top floor. (laughs) You got to pay extra for that. Oh, wow. I know. So that is, uh, I know that was a huge sidebar, but I thought people (laughs) would enjoy to hear my, you know, (laughs) I have a ton of stories of like, the, the crazy Texan in, in UK, like all the, the stuff that I have learned. I definitely,
1: I definitely think you need to vlog the next time you come to the UK.
0: Oh, I, like I have said in previous episodes, I would, I, I missed an opportunity to see just yeah. the, the me not having traveled a lot and getting off the plane in Heathrow that first time and just being like, you know, wide-eyed, <laughs> oh my God, and then trying to figure out the underground was a trap. Thank goodness your police officers are very nice. <laughs> I don't know if it was the Southern accent or whatever, but I had two separate police officers, very nice, that were like, you see this math right here? You are here. You need to like do this. Um, one of them even wrote it down for me. He's like, hold on, <laughs> I'm going to write this down for you. But yeah. Uh, I So now definitely, um i'm hoping to come back very soon i will vlog it it's not as uh, I, it will still be interesting. Well, you know what you're doing now don't you i definitely <laughs> And now I was, you know what that little
1: symbol on the radio I means.
0: so yeah i know this stuff like it is something that i would say anybody that is traveling over there you can pick it up very quickly it actually is very in london i will say outside like i said oh, trains yeah. um in london itself you can figure out public transport they have made it easy but then you get outside of london and you might, you might want to ask someone of like, holy cramoli, how do I get here? Um, so we've got to segue back into what we're talking about, maintenance and air conditioning. So, okay. So outside of maintenance, physical maintenance and air conditioning, what else do you think would be, again, pros and cons of going cloud versus the what we have been in the past been because cloud traditional because you know cloud is actually something fairly new uh, yes. within what do you think the past seven years
1: well, it's computer is somebody's house else, else's house isn't it
0: <laughs> <Essentially>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cloud and that's we're the we're thing cloud. it's 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 google or microsoft or, or amazon whoever they're hosting right. this and these huge server farms you're just not right. keeping it in-house yeah. um uh, backups, that's a huge deal. You know yeah. you have offsite backups, which even before cloud computing was definitely recommended for most school districts that you wanted to have offsite backups of your data because you're going to lose, you're going to have a, a server crash. something yeah. is going to happen, you cannot prevent that. No. and, and also, I mean obviously it's a,
1: that's a big that's a big plus again for cloud is that you don't have to worry about backing up really because it's there for you it's built straight in i mean office 365 for example if we keep it simple um if you want to recover a word document that you've deleted you can just go back a revision Like just for a word document, for example, if you're talking for like basic simple admin users, they could do it themselves. They could just go back a revision, just go back a revision, because they're all there. And if they lose a document, it's possible to get them back. If they lose an email, it's possible to get it back. Whereas obviously with old, I mean, you could do that now with obviously offsite backups, mm-hmm. but it's the time it can take. That's that's the biggest thing. It's the time the amount of time that you save if you, if you calculate time plus money together i mean again that's another money saving cost is that you're not wasting as much time getting your backups done i used to do a backup run offsite backup run and it used to take anywhere in the region of an hour to two and a half hours depending on the amount of amount of backup tapes that you had to use <laughs> so oh, yeah Yeah, so it'd be some some weeks it'd be like fifteen tapes, and then other weeks it'd be thirty to forty tapes, depending on how many.
0: Man, Mm. I forgot about that. Those tapes with the Mm -hmm. clear case and like, I completely forgot about those. So like pulling those out and rewriting those, I haven't thought about those in forever.
1: We had to travel from our office building all the way to one side of town. Then have to go to where the data center is, which wasn't at the office, it was in mm. another building on the other side of town. So, and then there's the case of worrying about getting the right tapes that you <laughs> have to put in. So, you have to get a piece of paper or print off an Excel document mm-hmm. which tapes and you have to go through. You had this great big massive chest that you had to open and you had to sort out through all these tapes because there's hundreds in there. Yep, and make sure you pick the right ones out and get back there. And of course, if you messed it up, got one wrong. Gotta go back and do it all again.
0: <laughs> right, and, and anybody that, you know, recent has used Microsoft backups before now knows that you, it, it's, you try to rely on it, but when you need it, it you have to be, you have to have something that's in place that does several copies mm. of it. Because I have found like, you're gonna cycle through a lot of them. Like the first couple probably are gonna be like, aired out and you're gonna have to go back and you know, you're gonna lose data. Um, that happened to me with our domain controller. It was one of those normal Friday afternoon. Everything was fine. Pretty boring day. I had had a drive on my domain controller server that you know every now and then I got to do a hot swap on it. Not a big deal. Um, gave me an error message. I walked in there, same disk that I've always done. Did, did a hot swap. The whole thing, boom. The scariest thing I've ever seen. That C. <laughs> that was it. Black screen, C. Nothing else. I was like, oh, no. And I've, immediately my phone starts ringing. Lisa, I can't get to any of my stuff. I was like, yeah, because the domain controller is gone. Like, oh, no. <laughs> so I'm full on panicking. And yeah, the whole, it just died. It killed everything. Um had to cycle through a ton of backups, had to call Microsoft. I actually had to stay at the school all weekend. Like I got a caught and I was like in the server room. The scariest part is after spending like Saturday, I spent like seven hours on the phone with Microsoft. We finally got a backup. We were, you know, initializing the backup and it was running. And the guy was like, I don't care what you have to do until this backup is done don't let anything power nothing mess this up or we're gonna lose all this work i was like i got it and then i heard thunder and lightning outside (laughs) i was like no sure enough like 45 minutes before it's done electricity goes out Uh, but but i got a ups i had 50 minutes
1: It's 50 minutes to get it done.
0: I'm turning off monitors. I'm like candle, like my phone, like <laughs> you know, I'm in this i turning the air like and stuff that's not even on the UPS. I'm like, turn it off just in case. And um, I'm just sitting there praying because I'm watching like that little like thing go down on my UPS <laughs> and the timer go down, how much that <laughs> up everything. And I think I cut it within like two minutes. It finally did it. And then um, my UPS ran out and everything shut down. And I was just like, I had no idea for another, I think, an hour until the electricity came back up to make sure everything was good. But, you know, you know you're sitting in a dark closet on a Saturday watching this little bar go across and <laughs> Microsoft on the phone. And it's like, really? I'm going to have a, a thunderstorm right now. Like, you can't even give me a break. fortunate
1: enough never never to have that experience
0: (laughs) (laughs) um i I think all of us i mean i'm sure you have in some like aspect i have
1: i have from a tech from just a desktop technician's point of view but at the time when that event happened i didn't work on the central infrastructure team but there was a big um outage (laughs) again if my ex-colleagues are listening some of the older ones anyway they'll know what i'm I'm Talking about, but there was a very, very big outage for a very uh, funny reason. Well, it's funny now, but yeah, <laughs> it wasn't funny at the time because, uh, yeah, big, big outage, and a lot of people had to stay over for a very long time to get everything back up and running. But yeah, the time, overtime waste obviously, you got to pay people overtime for that. There's a lot of people having to stay in over weekends to do all that, and it's a site. So- That's a lot a lot of time and money and it's also as well it's affecting your end customers as well the people that you're actually providing these services for so yeah yeah like
0: at at the time if that had been all cloud-based it would have been a phone call from somebody saying hey we had something go down we're working on it we'll call you when it's done and i could have left on friday gone home and someone from the company would have called me and been like hey we got it you're good you know, don't worry about it. Instead, you know, I'm taking showers in the gym, in the locker room, <laughs> <laughs> staying, living in the server closet, watching it. And and so, but I, that was pre-days for cloud. But even now, yeah, I think that as everyone makes the move, which is surprising because you kind of see a little pushback from that from kind of the, I guess, the older guild that's coming in that have been doing this for a long time. There's a lot of fear of going to the cloud because like you said, it's not like it's some magical thing. You are just hosting your data on someone else's system. That's all, you know, you're retrieving it. So if you don't have the bandwidth, if the internet goes down, it's not like your application or in-house server, you can still access it. You literally can't get to it until yeah. Whomever, and so you would hope that you are with a service that the uptime is twenty four seven. Is twenty four seven, which most of the bigger ones would be. Yeah. Um, especially, I think now with school districts, I'm, I know that information security is being uh, a bigger uh, spoken about in a bigger capacity because you find ransomware is so rampant with school districts now. Um, that they can get into these databases and the in house servers, and they can get this where it's a less of a chance for that to happen if they're off site.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. And that brings
1: us on. I mean, there's also another pro and con to um, cloud, um, it's also a con from a customer's point of view. So from an end user's point of view, and the cloud, something goes wrong, depending on the type of service that you're getting. And obviously, and it also depends on how big the service is. So like Office 365, it, if, if Office 365 goes down, in most cases, it's a part of Office 365, and it's only a certain region that it happens in. But there's other cloud services out there that if it goes down, it goes down for everybody. Which is for the end users, it can be seen as a con, but from a company's perspective because things go down all the time. let's <laughs> just, just get this straight. We wouldn't be in a job if things didn't go down and things didn't go right. Down. But as a pro from a cloud company's point of view, so for like because obviously I've been working in support now with with a cloud company we both have. And the great thing about it from our point of view is, is that when a problem occurs, everyone has the same problem. And we're able to, to, we're able to focus more on that particular problem and get it dealt with quicker, because we're aware of it. Whereas obviously with on-site systems, each individual person has a different kind of problem. So from a support perspective, you've got to have a bigger team, but I have a huge team for your support team to manage these different scenarios and setups at each individual school is a nightmare from a support perspective. From a cloud's perspective, it's not a nightmare. If, if the whole service goes down, okay, the service has gone down. Here's a message to everybody look, the service has gone down, apologize for dealing with it. Um, and we can deal with it. And, yeah. but every, at least everybody knows. But if customer, if customer one, of an on site system is down, and then customer free is with a system down, but they've got two different problems. Right. So they're not the same. So you can't put a message out to customers to say, oh, this isn't working at the moment, because you can't do that. You can't, you, because of that, you're still going to get your influx of tickets with issues, all different ones. But with a cloud one, you only get one that issue. One?
0: Yeah, the one. All from
1: the, all from the same person, all from the same people. So let's give an example of this week alone. We've had one, we've had something slip through the net. (laughs)
0: Right.
1: We had something slip through the net, with the upgrade, like everything does. And it's only minor, and it's only affected a small number of customers because of different hardware. Right. It was was gonna be easily missed. And so we've been able to deal with that and put a message out to customers straight away and it's dealt with the problem. Customer feedback from it has been fantastic. Right. And the customers are happy, even though they've had a bit of trouble and a bit, a, bit, a few bumps in the road, they've been happy.
0: Because I think big, we've big established difference. this, like, yeah. um, that we, we fix it within a, it's yeah. not like, yeah. oh yeah. my gosh, this is going to sit there forever. It has been like, oh, I'll give them a couple of days, even, yeah. and, and not even a couple of days. Like, we're very quick to, like, yeah. make that change. So. Well, we
1: found, we found the issue, we found the issue on, it, this is, this is an t- exact timeline, Wednesday, we found Wednesday? the issue. Wednesday, yeah. So this is when we started having a couple of reports from a couple of customers. Thursday, we had a workaround. Mm-hmm. So we found, out, we found out how to stop it from happening. We knew what the problem was. We knew it was causing the problem. And it was just a quick... And then today, 24 hours after we found what the problem was, boom, it's fixed. Right. So 48 hours, the whole issue's been fixed. But again, like I say, it only affected a small number of customers. It was a, it was a very small percentage when you look at it. But we were able to put a alert out to everybody. So it stopped the influx of me and you on support getting absolutely swamped, didn't it? I mean, we've had very little number of tickets and very little number of live chats coming through. There's right. a big better, that 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 for me sells crowd for me because it, it's it's a much better experience for the end user, not the techie yeah. person necessarily, not necessarily the tacky person. Because I can understand why a lot of the old texts are like old-minded texts. I say old-minded—is old-minded?
0: I uh, know what you mean. Like, like not, they I mean, want to—they the f- they they want to control it. They want to physically be able to. This is my yeah. network. This is my server. Yes. My yeah. No, I know. I what you
1: completely mean. understand. I completely yeah. understand why they're like that. But obviously. Where was, I, where was I going with that now? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I know
0: I know where you were going. No, I know where you're going. And that is a cloud as a whole. is like yeah. anytime you have any issues, it's a much shorter time to kind of remit those fixes. And I think on that as well, you have to think a lot of, um and and especially schools because we I know we're kind of focusing on education because we're both coming out of education but I think companies trying uh, not to (laughs) we're trying not to but that's where our experience is but you find businesses and companies of a certain size and even larger companies like your team is a a finite amount of people and that Mm. these people have to and especially in school districts you find that A person has to be knowledgeable of all of these different hardware and software and it's it's ever flowing like it's always changing the state is giving you something state testing is something and you have to be proficient and fluent in all of these different softwares so if part of your job like hardware stuff that you can hand off to someone else and feel confident in that that it's going to be fine that someone Like your servers are going to be fine. Your backup is taking care of someone else. Your grade book system is offsite. You don't have to worry about that. Your registration, and I'm sure that's for companies, that's one less thing that they have to deal with and they can deal with all the other software that they're having to like be knowledgeable about. So I I was, as I was listening to you, I was thinking about golly, like, yeah, like that was one of the conversations I had with myself of like how many systems can I hand off to someone else so that I can focus on, the software that I can't, but is, has to be in-house, that's special to my district, to my network, to my users, that I need to be knowledgeable of, that I need to focus on. And then every now and again, I just check in and see, you know, my SAN yeah. server is good. My backup is good, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge, huge advantage. Oh, my God, I went full Trump. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the other thing
1: as well. Obviously, as a cloud service, we're able to provide a better product and better features quicker.
0: Hi, guys. I know that was a little bit of a, a jump cut there, and uh, Owen and I want to explain <laughs> why it's a, it kind of just ended. Uh, we were filming last week. It's craziness, family stuff happened, and we had to stop the podcast. We couldn't keep going, but we had found that this was a topic that we had a lot of interest in, and we really want to revisit this. So we're actually going to split this up in two episodes. We have a, we, There's a lot of the conversation that we have cut out, And we have come back a few days later, we tried to put our shirts back on and like get back so that we could cut it all together. But then we started again and realized this is going to be a two hour long episode if we, you know, if we kind of put all this together. So that's where we're at right now. I think that the best thing for us is we're going to stop this episode now, but we would love to get your feedback on what we have talked about so far for next week.
1: And if you're interested as well in coming to talk to us during the podcast and be part of the podcast, get in touch and obviously send your feedback, email below, opinions on the, because it's a in the IT world, it's actually kind of like a controversial, some people call it a controversial subject in the IT world, I guess, because you've got the one side who will say all on premise, you've got the other side that will say cloud, you got those in the middle. We were a bit more sensible it's hybrid, <laughs> <Stayed out laughs> a hybrid environment. Yeah. I, so, I sort of sit between hybrid and cloud, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to hear everybody else. Opinion. And obviously, if you want to be a part of the podcast, send um, send us an email and we'll happily have you come join the conversation with us.
0: Absolutely. And so most of our information, of course, it is on our website, BettyandYeti.com. Uh, our YouTube channel, below it, in the summary, there is a link to the website. There's our email address. I'll make sure this week, I don't think I've been putting our Discord link on there. We do have a Discord for this as well. Even if it's something you just want to give us your opinion on it, or maybe something that we you want us to discuss send us that information you can put it on a youtube comment you can post it into discord you can send us an email but for this because of just how much we are going to be covering this i think it would i'd love to get feedback from our audience especially now that our audience is growing who knew who listened to yeah. <laughs> sit here and talk about totally surprising amount of people listening. <laughs> yes i i really am and um one of my friends made the comment about, you always go, I have a great story. <laughs> but I do, I always have a great story. I'm one of those people that like funny things happen to a lot. Um, I'm always calling my husband like, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe what I just saw at the store. Like... <laughs> <laughs> i'm always it may be in the wrong place at the wrong time or the right place or the right, whatever you want to wrong whatever um but for this i i really i would love to have some audience engagement about the cloud side of it and i think the next episode we're going to get into various topics a little bit more about security i don't think that's something that we really addressed in this one about <laughs> yeah and it really i think that's a big Yeah, security is massive.
1: Yeah, security is the con, and and, you could say it's the con. I'd probably disagree with a lot of arguments to say it's a con, but... Yeah, I'm already started talking
0: about it. <laughs> I know. It's like we have all of these ideas. So that's where we're at. But of course, as always, thank you so much for joining us again for this episode. We look forward so much to seeing you on the next episode. Um, make sure, like, comment, subscribe, all the things that you're supposed to do. We have a lot of various platforms that we're on. Uh, please rate us. That's really, I, I saw that we've got some ratings. <laughs> the Doritos thing is... <laughs> There's been some comments We've about a lot of comments about the Doritos. <laughs> Dorito gate who ate all the Doritos. Yeah, all the Doritos? <laughs> um so we're I'm hoping we have more moments like that cuz I uh, I like when I edit these together that we have some of those genuine moments that just you know yeah. we're just having conversations. So thank you again and we will see you next week. Bye.